Welcome to Sojourn Grace Collective, a progressive Christian church in San Diego, where our mission is to foster spiritual, social, and emotional wholeness. In our community, we affirm all that makes you, you. We celebrate your gender identities and sexual orientations, your race and socioeconomic status, your physical abilities and your religious creeds, because here at Sojourn, it all belongs. This podcast is a replay of our Sunday morning teachings, and we hope you find encouragement and inspiration as you make your way through this week. You can visit us online at SojournGrace.com, where you can learn more about our faith community, discover resources to help you find wholeness in your life, and partner with us in our mission through tax-deductible contributions. Thanks for joining us today, and may you know, above all else, that you are a loved child of God, full stop. Welcome to Sojourn. Still got a lot of left fight for sure. I think you might have bungled that sentence a little bit, but we I love did. you. And we're proud of you, that's and what it happens, all belongs. That's what happens when I say, commit my brain to say a thing, but my brain is also thinking about three other things that are happening yep. next. I love it. The words didn't work. It's my favorite They didn't thing. come out right. Whatever. I'm fine. It's we've, fine. We've still got a lot of left fight in <laughs> us. Hey, see? See? Works, right? See, it all belongs. Necessity is the mother of invention. Um, all right. We are excited to introduce special our special guest this, this morning. morning, and we hope that you give her a warm Sojo welcome. Um, we feel really safe bringing guests into this space that y'all always shower them in love, but you should know that Yema is one of those folks that we would um, we would literally fight for. Love her so much, and so um, give her a warm welcome. Show her how much you're happy to see her in the comments, and... Um, just enjoy her presence and energy, and she is everything good in this world, and just let yourself soak up hearing from someone who just embodies everything that we talk about here, of, yeah. of being you, and it all belongs, and, and love, so. Let's bring her on. Ready? It? Yes. And good morning, Coach. Coach. Yes. Oh, Yay. Yay. Oh, oh, God. God. so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Praise okay. the Lord. Thank, okay. thank you for welcome your patience. Sojo. Hey, welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be joining your community. I've been watching. This is amazing. I also would have picked Lady Liberty as the reincarnated okay. um, landmark. Okay. Yay. So, Sarah, you were spot on with that. Love it. I like that choice <laughs> a lot. Lady Liberty solid. It. Uh, yeah, yes. Kate and I have just loved what you bring into the world. We've loved your voice, your passion, your the way your mind works and your message. And so when we thought, <laughs> let's kick off Pride and let's continue our It All Belongs series, we're like, you know who we need? Coach. We need Coach. We need coach. So we're going to turn Thank it you. to you and let you go full screen and let you just share with our community. Kay. Sound good? All right. Sounds Thanks, awesome. All right. Well, everyone, I'm so excited to be the one kicking off Pride Month with you. I do identify as a queer person, um, queer Christian, Black, beautiful woman. And what we are talking about today is something that I am extremely passionate about. 
um, because when God started revealing who he, she, they were to me, it was that God was a God of pleasure, that God was a God that made us to feel good, that uh, wants us to feel good. Everything in our biology was put together so that we can be living in the highest frequency, which is the best feeling frequency, which is love. And so I know um, there may be some queer or LGBTQ people in the audience today. And so I want to I want to speak to that and what can happen and has happened for us in Christendom, in the uh, Christian culture, in, um, evangelicalism and all this stuff is that it can be upside down day for us as queer Christians, because we are taught, yes, God wants you to feel good, but not that way right? Um, God wants you to actually suppress everything that does feel good for you because this is the will of God for you that you do not um, give into whatever your flesh is telling you is right, right? Because if it it feels good, then it must be wrong. And the church has done a really good job of teaching us how to not trust to um, our good, how to not follow our bliss, right? Um, and so I, I feel like for us as queer believers, it's definitely upside down day because what it does to us is it actually distorts um, the image of who God is. And we begin to serve this distorted image of God, which equals a false image of God, which is an idol. And so as queer believers growing up in the church, we had a view of who God is and that that view was false because this God was a God who was against everything that felt good, that feels natural to me, okay? And then what that does to us is when we start to hear, well, this is the will of God, we start to associate that the will of God equals our bad. But I'm here today to let you know that the will of God actually translates into the pleasure of God. And pleasure means the same thing in the Greek, the Hebrew, the whoever, the English, the Chinese, okay? When God says the will of God, when the scripture says the will of God, the pleasure of God, that means the good feelings of God, okay? And how do I know that? We were made in the image of God, okay? Um, If God is a God of pleasure, you have been created as a human being of pleasure. And you can look around in our wider society and see this everywhere, right? All of our addictions, all of the the highs that we're chasing is because we're chasing these endorphins, these oxytocin. We want all of the feel-good hormones because we were made for that, okay? Even in the beginning, when God placed Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, Eden translates into a place of pleasure. So that's just the beginning. Just That's just looking at it just very plain. Um, does God want me to feel good? Heck yeah, okay? God wants you to feel good and God lets you know that in the beginning, according to scriptures, right? In Genesis, I'm placing you as human beings in a place of pleasure, okay? Um, how else do we know that? When um, God was getting the children of Israel out of, out of the land of Egypt into the promised land. He wasn't, he didn't tell them, you know, you're going to go into this place. You're going to go fight, um, fight these giants. And that's how you're going to win. No, um, God placed before them something that was beautiful and that was holy and that was good. He said, here is a, a land that is going to be flowing with milk and honey. Like he was enticing them 
um, into their promised land, right? When Jesus was going to the cross, it says it was for the joy set before Jesus that he was able to endure the cross. It was the good feeling that was set before Jesus that he was able to endure the cross. And so God, in the way that God motivates us, in the way that God leads us, is always out of um, a feeling of good. Because here's the thing, right? You know, I don't know if you guys had this growing up, but your parents tell you, if you can't do it with a smile, don't do it at all. If you're not going to smile while you're doing it, skip it, okay? Because I want you to, now this didn't make sense to us, but I'm, I'm going to bring it home for us right, real quick, right? Um, because if, it, if you're not going to do it with a smile, if it's not going to feel good for you, don't even bother, right? Because I don't want you loving me or doing something for me if you feel obligated to do it. And for queer believers for a very long time, we have been told that in order to serve God, we can't feel good. It is an obligation, right? It is our duty. It's, it is our um, a debt that we owe to God because God has been so gracious, right? God has forgiven us for this huge sin that we have in our lives. Um, and so now we owe it to God to worship God out of this place of obligation. But here's what God is saying to you. If you can't do it with a smile, don't do it at all. Okay. If you can't worship me and love on me uh, because you want to, I don't want that. Right. So just as we wouldn't want anybody to be in love with us or in partnership with us um, out of obligation, God is the same way. Right. God wants us to approach our relationship um, with the divine from a place of joy and peace and pleasure. If you read through the Old Testament, um, you'll find that many of times um, God was, uh, I don't want to say pissed off, but he was hurt or whatever he was. I don't even want to say hurt because that could be triggering because we were told that we hurt God by like masturbating and stuff like that. Not true. But God was often um, yearning for the children of Israel and God would say to them, I wanted you to serve me with gladness of heart. Okay. Because I want this to be a relationship where we are enjoying each other. Okay. When, um, in Psalm 16, 11, the Bible says that in the presence of God, there is fullness of joy. Um, and that, that fullness of joy is talking about ecstatic living. That's talking about living a life or your life orgasmically. We were supposed to be, we were built to live, um, in the realm at this frequency, or of, um, not or, but of uh, love, right? And the first manifestation, according to Galatians 5.22, is, um, of love is joy, right? It's peace, it's ecstasy, it's, it's orgasmic, right? We were supposed to be having a good time down here, all right? We were not brought here to suck on lemons, okay? And be mad and feel sad, be full of guilt, be full of shame, be full of fear, okay? That's is not the will of God. That is not the pleasure of God, right? So I hope that's like sinking in a little bit because what we were told from the beginning of the will of God for us, the pleasure of God for us as queer believers is that God wanted us to suppress who we were, that God wanted us like the more um, guilty, the more shame, the more harder we pushed ourselves. That's how we were being pleasing to God. And that doesn't just make any sense just by plain reading English, right? How is that pleasing to you if I'm in pain and you're supposed to love me? It doesn't track. It doesn't make sense because it's not true, okay? So God is inviting us into a relationship that feels really, really good, 
because you were made to feel good, even biologically, right? It's been proven, um, even with patients who have HIV, when they believe that there is a God who loves them, loves them personally, they actually heal quicker, okay? They actually heal faster. And um, with cancer patients, it's been proven if you have um, high levels of unforgiveness, it is one of the indicators of chronic, um, chronic uh, cancer in your body. Okay, so biologically, medically, our bodies were just not made to be filled of this cortisol, of this stress that comes from anxiety and fear and feeling guilt and shame. And we all know there is no stress like the stress of feeling like this big old God that's in the sky that loves everybody, loves me with a condition if I'm to change who I am. And that is not the message of God. That is not my message here to share with you today. Okay. God is love. God wants you to feel good because love feels good. Um, if you start to, I know one of the things that we can, we can get into, uh, we can say, well, if I'm hearing God and if what I'm hearing doesn't make me feel good, then that must be God, right? If it sounds like something that's going to be painful, if it sounds like um, God's going to call me to go serve a nation that I'm afraid to go, like the big thing back um, when I was coming up in the church, like the the missionaries would come out and they'd be like, yes, God called me and I didn't want to go, but I went down into the deepest parts of Timbuktu, right? I couldn't eat. I was didn't have any water. I was starting, like I was in pain, but I knew I was serving God. And I'm sure God was looking down like, um, yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't me. That was, that was religion. Um, but you go ahead, do what you got to do. I'm, I'm be here. Okay. You come on back home whenever you're ready. But when Jesus came down to earth, the, the biggest missionary, right? Jesus came down because he wanted to. Jesus came down because it was, it pleased God to send Jesus. Jesus came and gave because he wanted to. John 10, 10, I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly, right? When you break that down and the amplified, Jesus says, I have come so that you can enjoy life and enjoy it to the full. If you're wondering today, what is the will of God for your life? It is for you to enjoy your life because there's no greater motivator than feeling good for it. It can sound selfish, but Jesus endured the cross for the joy. And you know, the joy was, was to have a beautiful, juicy, pleasurable relationship with you where you feel good. God feels good. Right. Um, let me make sure I'm not missing anything here. Um, okay. So what I want to really, to really drive home for queer people, and I hear this a lot with my clients, and I've already alluded to it a little bit, is that when you are leaning in to relationship with God and to, and to hearing God, the thing that feels bad and that feels hard is an indicator that maybe you haven't tapped in all the way yet to really the real truth of the actual representation of who the divine is. Because if God is love and the first manifestation of love is joy and I'm hearing God and is leading me in a way that's not joyful, that's full of depression and guilt and shame, I probably am not hearing God. Okay. If I'm leaning toward, um, I'm hearing God and I'm excited, right? I, I'm jumping out of bed. I can't wait to do it. That's more than likely the voice of God leading you in the direction that he wants you to. And then for like me personally, God told me that as I was maturing in my relationship with God, that 
if I was not able to trust my desires, I wouldn't be able to trust God. And that can be a huge trigger point for us as just believers in general, because the church does teach us to not be able to trust ourselves, that our desires are wicked, that our heart is desperately wicked, right? But if you're a believer, um, you've been made brand new. Um, I think it's in Ezekiel where the Bible talks about that God's going to give you a new heart, okay? That he's going to write his laws upon your heart. So you have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit with you, that you can begin to trust that your desires are holy, that they're good. Um, possibly that person that you have a crush on right now that is of the same gender or non-binary, that that thing that feels good, that that could be God, that's God leading you, that relationship is blessed. And so as you step into celebrating Pride Month and, and flipping um, what we may think pride is for the church, right? It's not, Pride Month is not being the opposite of humble, it's being the uh, opposite of shame. So as you embody who you are and celebrate who you are, because that's what you're called to do, to celebrate who you are and all of the good juiciness that God made you and to step into that orgasmic state of life. That is what you're called to. That is your calling. That is the will of God. Generally, right? Big picture for all of us. We're here to enjoy this thing, right? It feels good to be here. It feels good to be in your body. And how do I do that? Um, As a man thinks, so is he. Right. So being intentional about choosing my thoughts to make sure that they align with love and with joy and with peace. And if they don't, to have compassion on myself and to work with Holy Spirit, work with whoever advisor or pastor that you have around you to get you into that place of where you are feeling hella good all the time. Okay. So I hope that little nugget, I hope, I don't know, I didn't check the time. So I'm not, I don't know if I have more time or not enough time, but Pastor Kate and Pastor Kobe, I invite you back in for us to close out this conversation. Thank you all so much um, for listening. I'm not sure if I went short or if I went long, guys. Uh, Pastor Kate, Pastor Kobe, let me know. Um, I should have had a timer on here for myself a little bit. You went exactly as you were supposed to go, coach. Okay. It was perfect. I can't tell. I oh, you're so time. good. Um, you are okay. so good. You are so good. I wanted to reflect back to you a few things that people are feeling listening to. I mean, first of all, our community is here for the whole idea of pleasure yes. being God, yes. God's desire. Yes. Um, one thing that was shared that I love, it's one of my favorite things about your teaching and the way that you speak is that your word choices and your um, use of scripture, they do bring up all of our normal triggers but in the way where you're like taking our hand and walking them actually through yeah, them yeah. To, to where, you know, those same word choices, someone else could be using them and we'd all be like, we're out of here. And you just walk us yeah. through that. And um, it's my favorite thing. And a lot of people are, yeah, people are just loving you and saying thank you so much and can needing we, to hear that. Can we put and, some of the comments yep. up? Mm-hmm. So coach, um, one of the people in our church, dear friend of ours and, and, used to serve on the chair of our board. Anyways, Alyssa says that, she reflected on when you said that sense of deep attraction and love came from God is what her wife and I experienced as part of what helped draw them to know that it was good. And so thanks for these words to that. Um, Just beautiful. Mm -hmm. I was, as you were talking, Coach, and I'm going to, I'm going to share with you what came up for me and then ask you what your thoughts on it are. I have heard, Mm -hmm. and it might even actually been from you, I have heard um, LGBTQ people talk about how queerness is, is going to help save the church. And, and as mm-hmm. you were talking, 
I was thinking about this sort of spectrum of joy and pleasure. And Mm -hmm. if there's like this neutral ground zero where it's kind of just blah, whatever. And Mm -hmm. I feel like, as you were talking, so many queer folk grew up in a church where there was, you're so far in the negative, so far in the negative away from that because so much shame and do not feel good anything. And then sort of Mm -hmm. us like hetero folk, we might have a little bit of shame to the left. And then when we get to experience a little bit of joy, it goes a little bit to the right, a little bit of positive joy. And then the the mm-hmm. queer folk, when they get free from that, it's this it's this exuberance joy on the other side. Yeah. So I guess what I'm saying is, us <laughs> straight folk watching this, one of the ways that our uh-huh. queer brothers, sisters, and siblings can help and do help us is be like, and that's what pride is about, is, oh, there's mm-hmm. a type of joy, there's a degree of joy, mm-hmm. a quality of joy and pleasure that I don't think us yeah. straight folk really get to access all that much, Amen. that we can follow mm-hmm people like you coach be like oh actually life can be that full of joy and excitement anyway uh, do you have thoughts on that I do and I completely completely agree um I think what the queer community brings to the church is celebration right um because we're used to celebration in the church being very contained contained yes and and so when Yes. So when it's like the church needs to come out of that, right? We all need to come out the closet of that, like contained celebration, because Mm. if we, you know, how we were taught about heaven being this place of celebration, it's not contained. We're not, they're not sitting in their seats and, you know, praise your hand. Even if you're jumping up and down and you feel like, oh, now I'm I'm really doing it right (laughs) No, we need to knock the walls down (laughs) off, off the church, take the roof off. Mm. And that's what the queer community is saying. Like, let's come on, let's really get into it. Let's, let's get into it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's okay to celebrate and to rejoice and to enjoy in all of the words in the Bible that say those things isn't coming from a sterile place. Yeah. When it's fullness of joy, it's fullness, ecstatic joy like that you feel in your body. And I've actually had an encounter with God where that happened, where it's like I'm worshiping God and felt the presence of God walk up to me and t- touch my face and like literally filled me with liquid joy. So I know that is the state that we're supposed to be living in. And I oh, love it. Also, love I have it. to read this comment. <laughs> this was awesome. Coach Yama's wrecking ball of joy through the stodgy walls of the purity s- culture. Ooh. Wrecking ball of joy through Come the stodgy on. walls. I need that quote. I'm going to go back. I'm gonna, uh, can I reference you in that? Because I need to post that. Because And can she reference you in that? Ben says yes, it's yours. It's yours. It's awesome. yours. We'll copy paste it and send it to you. Yeah. Um, yes. Oh, I love that. All right. I've I've seen a few people ask how they can learn more about you and follow you. So it's at Coach Yema, right? Is it all one word mm-hmm. on Instagram? At Coach Yema. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, friends, exactly. please go follow. Yes, she does a me, lot uh, of Instagram lives that are just the best short but deep dive teachings, just like she did today, that are my favorite part of my week. So. Mm-hmm. Go awesome. listen and check it out. Thanks for being with us, friend. Thanks so Thank much, Coach. Thank you. you. All right. Be well. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Love you. A large portion of Sojourn's financial support comes from listeners like you. People who hear messages like this one and want to express their gratitude for our ministry. Or who are simply thrilled to know that a church like Sojourn exists. Or maybe you can't attend services on Sunday mornings, yet you still consider Sojourn Grace Collective your spiritual community. If that's you, and if you'd like to partner with us in this work, please visit sojourngrace.com partner 
where you can make a one-time donation or sign up to be a monthly supporter. Also, don't forget that we stream our services live every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Pacific on both our Facebook and YouTube pages. And if you missed us live, you can always rewatch the video playback later or subscribe to this, our Sojourn podcast. It was an honor to have you with us today. As you go about your week, may you take with you the words we say at the end of all our gatherings. Be brave because you are a child of God. And be kind because, well, so is everyone else. Thank you.